Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So Joe Biden just happens to be going to the border, suddenly announces he's going on Thursday, the very same day Donald Trump was going down there. Purely a scheduling coincidence, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. And when asked about it yesterday in the middle of an ice cream cone, Joe Biden (laughs) said, oh, is Trump going down there? I had no idea. (laughs) Right. Anyway, um, they're pretending not to know that. And he's going to go down. He's going to go down to an area called Brownsville. Where the governor really, although they have had high numbers of crossings there in the past, the governor really has control over that area. It's down to just a few hundred a day. So they're going to try to avoid the illegal immigrants. Yeah. Because they, they don't want them in the background. No, no. They can't have a shot in the back. And there will be people with cell phones. I mean, you know, it's yeah. they can't risk that um, actually going to a heavily trafficked area. But the Border Patrol is slamming Joe Biden for this belated visit. It's only his second ever in his entire career to the border. They are mocking him and it's glorious. Here's their tweet. Um, Unfortunately, a visit by President Biden three years into his term and after repeatedly stating there is no crisis is too little too late. Whether stating it himself or through White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, Biden has said he's done everything he can to secure the border. If that was true, the truth, and it wasn't, there would be no point in visiting the border now. But even if he were to put the proper policies in place at this late hour, he'd be doing it only to save his presidency. And self-serving actions... When time is winding down, should give Americans pause. Common sense dictates that a lame duck, as that as a lame duck, he'd revert back to his open border policies if reelected. Biden is going to the border now solely to save himself. Border security should never be about politics; it should always be about safety and security of this great nation, the American people. That is from the Border Patrol Agent Union. What yeah. a kick in the ass! Yeah. Uh, rear end. Excuse yes. me. What a kick in the rear end. Well, you know what about our border czar, Vice President Kamala Harris? who I don't think she actually ever went physically within feet of the border, did she? No, she didn't. And here's what the Biden administration was, including Kamala, was saying when this illegal immigrant crossed the border. We're now finding out he didn't just kill her. He disfigured her face. This is a sick puppy. This is more information than I want to know. Yeah. Well, this is what we need to look in the face because this is what's coming across our border. This is what women are up against. And all the Associated Press has, Lee, and I read the whole article, is women should go out in groups. Yeah, this just... You mean go back to the Victorian era? You know, when women had a dress head-to-toe covered? Because they might be raped? People don't understand this. It was such an eye-opener to read these old novels, Lee, and realize... And I looked it up, I'm like, nah, they they couldn't have been without police protection. Mid-sized cities in this country, like mid to small did not have formal police departments till the late 19, like 15 to 1920. Mm-hmm. This whole idea of women can just put their yoga pants on and go run around, run, run errands, go to work. This is really new in humanity. 
Women before couldn't go out without the protection of a man. This is what the AP is telling you this morning. Well, you know, it, were you jogging alone? Don't jog alone. And, the, and to add insult to injury, they mentioned two women. Larkin Riley, who was murdered by this illegal immigrant, mm -hmm. and Molly Tibbetts. Who also was murdered by an illegal immigrant. But they don't say that. No. They just act like some random guy got him. Yeah. It's such an insult to women. What, I mean, the, the, the implied message is, look, if, if you're out there running and you're alone, I mean, that's on you. What's next? My my skirt's too short? Yeah, exactly. Is I this mean, the message from the Democrat Party? My skirt's too short, so it's my fault? Is that the message? Because that's how it reads to me. Yes. As a woman. No, the answer is, we're going to secure the border. We created an unsafe environment, mm -hmm. and we're going to fix it so that women can maintain their rights. Because if you cannot have physical safety in this country, if you have to fear going out anywhere in this country as a woman in a way you did not before and because they are destroying rule of law then you don't have rights anymore that's how you take them and that's what's going on right now i want to play this because there's going to be a lot of lying from joe biden oh, yeah. and he's going to pretend that the reason he can't secure the border is because republicans didn't pass the yeah, senate bill not true yeah right that senate bill would have mandated 1.8 million illegals given them a right to come through illegally before that border was shut down. We don't have that now. That's a disaster. What it was was a bill to increase illegal immigration, and that is why it was turned down. Now, the, they're saying, oh, Trump stopped it because he wants a bad border mess so he can run on it. No, Trump did not stop it. Trump was against it. Yes, he didn't stop it. Who stopped it? Who stopped it? I mean, actually stopped it. It was the Speaker of the House who immediately said, Mike Johnson, no, it's dead on arrival. We're not doing this. That wasn't Trump. And to act like, oh, we can't do anything unless we get a bill. Again, Tom Homan is, is Barack Obama's border czar. He was, he was the head of the Border Patrol under Obama and Trump. And he's saying Joe Biden could fix this. All he's got to do is stop breaking the law. Without the help of Congress, President Biden could fix the border tomorrow. He could put the Remain in Mexico program back in place. The highest courts in the land said it's legal. He can put the third, third safe country agreements back in. He can end catch a release. Matter of fact... He should end the catch release because statute, federal statute says, as you know, when, it, when illegal alien enters the United States without proper documentation, the statute says they shall be detained. That's what the law recalls for. Yeah, they instead, they, Joe Biden uses your tax dollars to buy them airplane tickets and ship them into the interior. And that there is the problem. But um, this is interesting. This is Senator Marsha Blackburn, Lee, and she's talking about H.R. 2, okay? H.R. Okay? 2 actually would secure the border right. if Joe Biden would just comply with federal law, right? Right. It was a border tough, toughening bill. It was passed by the House. And she just shocked uh, Harrison uh, Faulkner yesterday on Fox News by saying the committee that's supposed to take it up has met 80 times in the Senate, and they refused to. Why? Because it's under Democrat control. Right. The Democrats aren't going to take up a bill no. that would close the border. Take a listen. Instead of flying these illegal immigrants to places in the country, why don't we buy them back home? Why don't we? And send them back. You mentioned the House, H.R. 2. Yes. That bill landed in the U.S. Senate on May 15th of 2023. Now, it was to go to Judiciary Committee. Mm -hmm. Harris, we have had over 80 meetings and hearings of the Senate Judiciary Committee since that bill oh landed in the Senate. We have talked about, let's bring up immigration. Let's talk about this border. Why didn't they take up H.R. 2? And if they didn't like the bill, then amend it. 
But this administration has wanted an open border. That has been their policy. Senator, 80 meetings yes. since this went from the House to the Senate, H.R. That's correct. And, and what happens when you bring it up? Uh, there is There has not been a desire to talk about the secure border issue, so the Schumer illegal hasn't. immigration issue, even though we have had people from 170 different countries, yes. according to Border Patrol, enter our country, 24,000 wow. uh, Chinese that are coming in, mm -hmm. people by the hundreds from countries of interest. They blocked it. No. They blocked it. So the idea Republicans don't want to do anything, they tried. They already passed the bill. Yeah. Whereas the bill in the Senate was so bad, the Republicans who worked on it turned against it and lobbied against it. That's I'm, how bad that was. I'm finding a little bit of satisfaction in the fact that for years I've been saying this is not the, the border is not broken. No. The border, the, the immigration system is not broken. What is broken is our enforcement of current law. And I'm just sort of thankful to hear many uh, now, you know, from from whether it's in Congress or, or some of the national pundits agreeing with that statement that that's true. We, there there is nothing going on now that could not be fixed if the current law was enforced. That is what the problem is. Yeah. Current law is not enforced. We don't need any more money. We don't need any more regulations. We don't necessarily have to have any further legislation passed. If this administration, like other administrations, would simply follow the law, then we could take care of this. They're yeah, not, and according to, the, according to the Associated Press, Lee, if women would just run in groups when they go out, you know, like Victoria era, Victorian era, era, you know, England, I should be honored the AP should just really kept going and told us to, you know, just dress head to toe. People are having fun with this um, on the car pro text line. Uh, Texter writes, does the AP even know what a woman is? No, they don't. <laughs> they, they don't. Um, no. I, I think that's been documented. Yeah. Uh, morning, Tara. Women have to go out in groups. Will anyone say Islam? Now, the no, text, no, they won't. But this is, I mean, this is outrageous yeah. they're saying this. Can you imagine if some conservative senator told women, well, just go out in groups? Yeah. You should have a man for protection. Oh, they'd lose it, but that's yeah. what they're saying. Right. Um, text writes, don't forget Kate Steinle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Another text writes, put on a burqa. So says a Florida listener. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was waiting for that one to come up, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's where we are. Another text writes, women need to start looking and dressing like men. I guess to say safe. Another texter says... Sounds a lot like Sharia law to me. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, now the text writes, Tara, remember when ladies of the night were blamed if they got raped? After all, they asked for it. Well, I mean, this is practically that. This is the soft version of that from the AP. Ladies, if you exercise alone, you know, you could be hit over the head by somebody Joe Biden let it. Illegally, by the way, breaking the law to let it. Text rates, you know, they don't mention anything about sexual assault with that Georgia nursing student. They just say she was horrifically beaten to death. Well, he hasn't been charged with sexual assault yet, so we don't know. It's going to be curious to see if she fought him off, and that's why she met the fate she did, or or what happened there. I think we don't have all the details, but uh, I'm sure that we uh, will get them uh, long after the mainstream media is back to blacking this out. Yeah.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. On the Battleground America podcast, my podcast, which you can get anywhere podcasts are found. So Spotify, Odyssey, 98.9, WRD.com, Apple Podcasts, up up everywhere every day uh, during the week. On my podcast, we go after things in particular that we've never seen before. They're new. Or they're at a level we've never seen before. This is at a level we've never seen before. I'll tie a couple of segments here together that I've just done. Increase in attacks on churches, and not by a little bit, by a lot. Up how much? 800% as the left pushes its anti-God narrative on Americans. Look, there are bad people inside of churches, just like there are bad people inside of every kind of organization you can imagine. But you've worked in a place with a bad person. So I get it. Churches have bad people. Got a lot of good people, too. Why is the left driven to madness by churches? I don't understand. Why do they care? If you don't like it, just don't join. Why does it make you join? Not since the founding has anyone ever tried to make you join. Attacks on Christianity have skyrocketed in recent years as more people abandon the idea of God and instead focus on the left's pro-abortion, pro-gender confusion and anti-family narrative. According to the Family Research Council, attacks on churches spiked 800% in less than six years, noting they all, every one of the attacks, and they cataloged every one, had political overtones, with at least 12, including satanic imagery or symbols. Love to know what you think about this. Text it to me. I got a couple ideas why this is happening. I think this is a spiritual battle war. Whether you're a Christian or not, it doesn't matter. They are in a spiritual value battle with Christians. I do not understand the obsession. You go into my church, any church, pick one, I don't care, of any decent size in a community, and I can't imagine how many people are fed by churches right in this in this community. I know in our church, it's a lot. If you are cold and you need a new jacket, if your child, because you're a single mom, has grown up a size and you can't afford a jacket, you can call my church. They'll get you one. They'll have you one like that. My dad growing up and his friends in our church were the ones who made sure you had that jacket. If you need shoes for your child because you can't afford it, call you can call my church and I guarantee it's yours too. Somebody's going to figure that out for you and they're going to do it fast. 
especially if you tell him it's a kid. I bet right in this community, it's got to be tens of millions of dollars a year in charity from churches. And the left is driven mad by that. It brings out their full frothing rage. Why? They want total dependence on their deity. And their deity is government. And who is government? Barack Obama told us we are the ones who we have been waiting for. Government is us. It's the same thing you're hearing on MSNBC. And when you wonder why are attacks on churches up, it's because of stuff like this. Politico reporter Heidi Prisbla on MSNBC saying stuff like this. The one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, Mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. Texture writes, hey, Tara, on the common sense, I'm sorry, on the CarPro text line, Tara, I've said for a long time this is a spiritual war, not political. I think they can't help it. I don't even think they understand their rage. But it's being stoked every day. It's Christian, Christian, Christian. Why do you care about Christian? There's a lot of people in the Republican Party who are not Christians. There's a lot of people who are conservatives who are not Christians. Many of them are libertarians. I hear from them every day. They're agnostic or whatever. I was agnostic for years in my life, more years than I wasn't. Why do you hate Christians? What's wrong with you? If some individual Christian is caught doing something illegal or bad, like, you know, hurting children, then yeah, they deserve our scorn. But these are the same people, Christian, 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 bad Christian, who have nothing to say when Joe Biden uh, allows the sex trafficking of 85,000 children into this country. As reported by the New York Times, not me. Take it up with them. Take it up with them. Coming up, I'm going to replay this because this is the only chance these kids have. Now, if you've been listening to this show, you know a year ago you knew 85,000 children were trafficked into this country and that they are turned over to their abusers who come and pick them up. And all the government does is call is call the number scrolled on their hand and they turn them over to whoever shows up and to make sure that those kids are not stopped from going with their sex offending pimp. There's no background check. They just turn them over. Those people are illegal immigrants too. God knows the horrors those kids have lived through on our soil with the full support of our government I'm going to play it for you again because it's some of the most remarkable audio I have ever played on the show. I'm going, to, I'm going to play it coming up and I'm going to put it one place in my podcast and I want you to share it. It's the only hope these kids have to stop the Democrats from allowing their sex trafficking. You are going to hear Brandon Judd explain to Dr. Phil. Yes, that Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, the famous one, who is in shock. He had no idea his government was like this. And you wouldn't because the news is so censored and, 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 and so sanitized. Explain... Brandon Judd, tell him, the head of the Border Patrol Union, oh, yeah, we have to turn him over to their traffickers. We have no choice. We don't background check him? No, we just turn him over. Well, you know they're being turned over for sex work. Yeah, we do, but we have to turn him over. Oh, and then he adds, and your tax dollars pay for it because we give him money to take him into the interior. And then Dr. Phil goes crazy. He's gone crazy on a rampage. Last few days, he goes where anyone will listen to him and tries to tell them. And I just want you to picture as I'm going to play this in the next segment. If every American could just get real news like Dr. Phil did when he personally went down to the border, everything would change. They tried to shut him up on The View. 
I, I guarantee you he's not going back on The View. Not after telling the truth on The View. You do not tell the truth on The View. That is the last thing you do. They will destroy you. An 800% spike in attacks on churches in just the last six years. But they really accelerated in the last year. Texter writes uh, that they they want to know, okay, but give me the stats. Tell them, okay, I'll read it. For I wasn't going to, but I'll read it. Because it is interesting. According to Family Research Council report, attacks on churches spiked 80, 800% less than six years, noting they all had political overtones with at least 12, including satanic imagery or symbols. The report highlighted 915 instances of violence in churches in the U.S. That was between, now listen to this, so it's 915 over the last six years, right? Half, roughly, half were in the last year. So it's really accelerating. So it's up 800% over the last six years, but half of them were in the last year. That's not good, folks. They are getting violent. And you know what? They were taught to get violent. They were taught to get violent and rewarded and lauded for it during the Summer of Love. And now they don't have a big target like the Summer of Love, like your business. So they're coming for churches. Between January and November 2023 alone, 436 acts of violence occurred in churches nationwide or two churches. Again, that's half. That's incredible. Tony Perkins, politician and Southern Baptist pastor, criticized the Democrat Party's hostility toward churches and their goal of silencing Christians and conservatives. It's all connected, he said. The left's coordinated use of Christian nationalism is a term and the rise in hostility against houses of worship. It's an intimidation game designed to silence Christians and suppress our votes. Don't buy it. Breakdown real quick. 315 last year of the attacks were vandalism, 75 arson. Or arson attempts. 10 were gun-related, 20 were bomb threats, and 37% fell into the other category. 17 of them fell into multiple categories. So this is a rapid acceleration. And he's right. That's what it is. It's the endless on-a-loop demonization of Christians out of pure hate. There's no evidence Christians are doing anything more than any other group in this country. It's just pure hate. I don't even think they know why they hate. I think they just hate. Okay. Uh, well, Dr. Phil, that Dr. Phil, the famous one, this, did, I'm telling you, you know what? Biden's going to the border. Yes, because this jogger was murdered, but also largely because of Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil is trending over and over and over on Twitter this morning. This is a disaster. He took the red pill. He went down to the border and had the most shocking conversation down there. And he won't shut up. First, he went on The View and told them, look, our government is knowingly sex trafficking children, migrant children at the border. This is how that went. I asked him straight up, I talked to the head of all the border guards down there, the other union. I asked him straight up, kids are coming over the border with numbers written on them, phone numbers and addresses. Do we check those out? He said, well, we call them. Is it possible that we're sending them into known prostitution rings or sweatshops? He said, it's not possible. It is absolute. We are using American tax dollars to ship children into known prostitution All and sweatshops. Some children. Well, who knows? Okay. We don't know. I said, are you... So what kind of checking do they do? So They, they call the like, number uh-huh, and, and say, do you know about this child? They say, yes. Will you receive them when they come? Yes. I said, is it possible that that's a prostitution ring? He said, we, ha- we know enough to know that it in 
a number of cases, it has turned out to be absolute sex ring. It has turned out to be an absolute sweatshop. I said, how is this possible? Well, what do they and he do said, then? it is happening. What do they do then if they know that that's happening? Where is the U.S. Attorney's Office? Where is the... They're complicit. Yes, good question. You have, to, you have to re-ask that question when we come okay. back. Because okay. we're coming back. Yeah, we're just, we're going to go to break now. Yeah, shut up. So, um, okay, I can answer this question. If you listen to the show, you knew this. You knew this a year ago. We covered this. And to their credit, the New York Times actually did the story of the 85,000 missing children who were turned over in many cases, as the time admits, to what were likely their pimps and sex traffickers, children as young as three, four, five years old. Yeah, let that sink in. The month after the New York Times published that story, the Biden administration discontinued the DNA testing contract. That was the last hope those kids had of not being sold into sex or used as slaves. Why would you do that? You have to be evil to do that. So here's the incredible conversation that Dr. Phil, yes, that Dr. Phil, then had with Brandon Judd. Brandon Judd is the head of the Border Patrol Union. He represents the Border Patrol agents who work on the border. And Judd's like, yeah, we have no choice. We have to give them to their sex traffickers. Children, migrant children. So he's on Joe Rogan's. You will hear Joe Rogan's reaction at the end. You really got to see his face. The absolute horror as he learns in real time of what his government is. You know, you listen to talk radio, you get real news. But Rogan didn't, and neither did Dr. Phil. This is why Joe's got to go to the border. He can't can't deal with this Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil won't shut up. Now he's on Rogan. Rogan is the number one podcast in the world. So this is a problem for the Democrats. Their child trafficking is hanging right out for everybody to see, right out in the open. These children that are coming in with someone that says, I'm their mother, aunt, uncle, or whatever, we have no way of verifying that. We do not. We used to, under, under President Trump. We had rapid DNA testing. That's been done away with. Are they given money, these people that are released into the country? So it's our taxpayers that ultimately facilitate the travel. But yes, travel is facilitated, and they are given all the necessities that they need. But that could be a trafficker. There's a very good possibility that they're being trafficked, that they're going into the sex industry, or they're being forced into the sweatshops. And, and we know that. We're, we, we knowingly are spending our tax dollars to sell children into sex trafficking. How under any theory is that okay for us to be spending tax dollars to traffic children? Holy Did you hear him? Rogan, you really got to see it to see his reaction. He looks like a man who's been punched in the gut. That's how it feels when you finally feel like, figure out what your government actually is and what has been allowed to happen in this country. And look, I've been talking about it for a year. Um, Dr. Phil is now just discovering this and it's shocking when you see what your government is. It's, it's really shocking. It gets even more shocking as Dr. Phil explains the rest to Joe Rogan. This is the head guy on the border. And I I ask him, you know, you're on camera here, right? You, You just said we're spending tax dollars to sell children into sex slavery. And he said, yeah, that's how out of control we are down there. We are we are paying money to take these children and sell them into sex slavery. They, they, they come in with these addresses written on their bodies, written on their arm. And we call up there and say, uh, do you know so-and-so? Yeah, yes, uh-huh, we're waiting for them. Okay, they'll be on a plane or a bus, and you need to pick them up. And, and I ask him... So some pimp or trafficker or whatever is picking them up up there, 
And he said, we are knowingly sending them up there for that. And he said, it's terrible, but that's what's happening. That's insane. That is insane. And there's no way of verifying with their parents they're going to or an aunt they're going to. There's no, no. way of verifying it. And I, I asked him, he said no. Oh, there used to be, as you explained. Yeah, DNA testing. You can tell if it's just Pimp or his dad. You can tell if he's related or not, the child at the border. They got rid of it. And look, Dr. Phil, to his credit, wasn't fooled about why they got rid of it. Here he is explaining to Joe Rogan. Now, what, what justification could possibly exist where they would stop doing the rapid DNA test? Well, I mean, what, what possible justification would there be to stop that? It, it, it makes no sense because you, if they find out, well, this isn't their parent, then, okay, what are they going to do with the child? And so right. I, I guess don't ask, and then you don't have the responsibility. But they're sending these children up there, and he's saying we are knowingly, we're knowingly sending them into either a sweatshop or the sex industry up there. He won't shut up. So then from there, he went from The View to Joe Rogan to Jesse Waters, and that is why Joe Biden's on the border on Thursday. And this, this is a problem. This is a big problem. But again, I tell you this every day. The thing we are getting that, we, that is happening that is glorious, this wouldn't be anywhere near a problem for them at the level that it is if it weren't for Elon Musk and Twitter. Because the clips of this, I know because I just I live in Twitter all day long, the clips of this have been cut and they've gone viral. They are everywhere this morning. And people can share them off Twitter. You don't have to be on Twitter to see the clip. You can just send it to your friends and family. Oh my gosh, look at this. And it, this isn't just some guy or some conspiracy theorist. This is Dr. Phil talking to the head of the Border Patrol Union. Where he's like, Brandon Judd's like, look, we don't want to give these kids to people we know are their sex traffickers. Everybody's an illegal immigrant, by the way. But we have to. That's the policy. We call the number on their hand. We know the same people are picking them up again and again and again. We call the number on our hand. We pretend it's their family and we give it to them. And we got rid of the DNA testing last year. And we know from the New York Times reporting 85,000 are missing. We don't know where they are. We don't know where they are. And if you listen to Phil, Dr. Phil explain this on Jesse Waters, he says, look, they don't have the manpower down there. Uh, to really vet these people anyway. Why? Because the Border Patrol agents are too busy processing migrants. Well, guess what? Put the Trump-era policies back, stop processing migrants, stop loading them onto planes, and you'll have time to go after border crossers. You can save these children. They'll never be brought to the border. God help the ones in this country right now. I can't imagine what they're living through. And it'll never end. It's like it's a holocaust of children. It really is. It's horrific. And just watching Joe Rogan learn about it in real time is face. Like, I thought he'd taken the red pill, but he really took it this week. And the Democrats don't know what to do. They can't censor you on Twitter now. They're in a full frothing panic. They don't know what to do. I just find this remarkable. Liberal media outlet Yahoo Finance admits in an article seven things the middle class won't be able to afford in the next five years. So, you know, you see that and you think, oh, it's probably the extras, right? I mean, it's probably highfalutin kind of stuff. But then you look at the list. It's everything that is everything about being middle class. Number five, 
Holmes. Holmes? Holmes. Yeah, the middle class. Think about this. You're not saying everybody, okay? The middle class? The middle class, they write, won't be able to afford homes, especially in cities and other high-demand areas. Well, where else is the suburbs? What you're saying is middle class is going to be able to afford a home in the suburbs. What? Number four, enjoying retirement. People who retire in the next five years might need to really rein things in to make sure they don't blow through their savings, especially because we're living longer than we used to. Okay, did I just read that right? Did you just say the middle class isn't going to really be able to afford retirement? Okay, number three, private school. Rise in tuition, far outpacing gains in income. Number two, new cars. Yeah, we've covered that a lot. Prices have gone up significantly in the past five years. They say five years from now. This is five years from now. You can't afford a home. You can't afford a car. And get guess what else? Family vacations. They said especially trips overseas. I get that. That's a once in a lifetime thing for me. But then they write, but even just taking a week off to go to the beach is hard for people now. And they're saying over the next five years, that's just people aren't going to be able to do that. That makes sense. When the average set of bills since Biden took place increased by more than $300 a month, that's your beach vacation. You got to eat. You can't do these things. I just find it fascinating that they admit this is coming. That's what the highs the, that makes the headline so interesting. Things, this is actually seven, but it's really five. Seven things the middle class won't be able to afford in the next five years. So they're flat out admitting it's done. Well, what you described there is the heart of the middle class lifestyle. By the way, if you can't afford private school, you really need to do research into online private schools. And we've got state and local online private schools and public schools that are online too. There's a lot of great options that do not involve a, a private school if you're priced out of that. Um, done a lot of research on myself. It's amazing what's out there and it, it, the options grow every day. So uh, that's the way around that if that's something you're wrestling with. All right. Well, looky there, it's 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 that time again. But hey, you can pick me up on the Battleground America podcast. You could always text keyword battleground, all one word, battleground to the car pro text line 71307, and there it is. Or get it anywhere that podcasts are. Have a great rest of the day. Bill's up next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.